That's Arthi. That's Noor. And you're listening to The Reality Is. Jensha. Jensha. <laughs> Do you think Coach Sean knew what Jen was up to? Um, yeah. He had to have known yeah. to some degree. I yeah, I, you know, as I as I keep reading about it throughout the week, which of course I do every day, all day, because that's <laughs> how I study. Um, you know, a lot of people are already coming out, because usually it takes like a week and then people come out, like with Erica. Well, it's not so bad. I mean, she didn't know what her husband was doing, guys. Erica's the victim here. You know, it's like, give it a week and then the apologists start coming out. And that's kind of happening with Jen, where they're like, well, it's these telemarketer people, but it's not technically that bad, really. I mean, it's just telemarketing. We've all gotten those calls before. And it's like trying to kind of downplay what she does. And I would imagine that as a spouse that he was probably doing that, too. Like, it's not the most glamorous job in the world. You're calling, you know, old people and trying to scam them out of insurance or whatever. But it's a job. It's, an, it's a living. It's going to be like, mm-hmm. oh, we had bad advice from our lawyers. They said that this is a totally feasible business plan because she did pay paint herself as someone who's really dependent on Coach Shaw to sort of yeah. get through, you know, mm-hmm. like the Starbucks drive through line, right? Like, I just need a pep talk. <laughs> I just need a pep talk before I get my frappuccino, <laughs> Coach Shaw. I just need this. I need this right now. And so, like, she needs him for everything. So then if, if it just, I don't think it's going to really, um, it's not going to, it'll it'll ring a little hollow if it's like, I need him for everything, but I did not include him whatsoever in mm-hmm. any of my business dealings. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. I don't believe yeah. that. Yeah. I, I find yeah. that too. Did you see the new, the latest news with that? So apparently Jensha was arrested in a Meredith Marks jacket. Yes. <laughs> yes. And Meredith Marks put it out today that she did not sell her that jacket. She has, there's no record of oh. her selling that jacket oh, to Jensha. Yeah, so I'm like, what does that mean? God. Thank God. I was concerned because I was thinking about getting some Meredith Marks couture and then I was like wait a second a criminal wears that I don't think I could ever wear a Meredith Marks jacket ever again and so now that she's distanced herself I feel very comfortable in purchasing that high quality design well that happened because a a lady on Twitter I think her name is Karen McWhitey Whiteface or something (laughs) I'm sorry I got your name right Karen McWhitey White but um, <laughs> she, I think it was her, she went into the store and was talking to one of the employees and one of the employees supposedly said, oh yeah, Jen got arrested in a Meredith Marks coat. Meredith is upset. So this lady came on and put that story on Twitter. And then people are like, how dare you dock somebody? And now that poor girl probably <laughs> lost her job. And it was like, oh God. <laughs> huge no, drama. Uh, actually... so of course I followed every tweet. You know, it's like, oh girl, <laughs> standing up for the sales girl, you know, like everybody's going crazy. And then Meredith is it's like, well, you must have some wrong information because that was not <laughs> a Meredith. No, so it was we, not. Sorry. We, I am, I am angry. I am angry that she was arrested <laughs> in Meredith Mark's jacket because we had an agreement that if she was ever to get arrested, she would promise to wear a Brooks Marks tracksuit. <laughs> that is one. Uh, do we think Brooks Marks's next item that he designs is going to be an orange jumpsuit with like Brooks Marks? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be an orange jumpsuit that actually says Jen Shaw. <laughs> Depends what he can find in Chinatown and put a label on. Now, this assistant Stu was also caught with Stu Jen chains. or arrested with Jen. Stu Chains. I have a theory that Stu was actually the mastermind behind the whole operation. Don't play into Jen's bullshit. You're already buying her bullshit, and she hasn't even put it out there, Nora. This is such an anti-feminist podcast. (laughs) I know. That's what I've been fighting with her. I'm like, no, why would you take that away? Just because Stu looks like every Disney villain you've ever seen in a cartoon that took place in the Middle Ages. He looks like Albert Manzo. Mean he leads the, the whole Yeah, I'm like a brown woman can do a white collar crime, okay? <laughs> Why would you take that away from it's us? That's that's something. No, that's I, an accomplishment. Okay. Let's just, I'm not saying that Jen is not at fault, okay? She's an asshole, and she definitely knew exactly what she was doing, but I just don't, I like, if you read into all of it, it, you have to have these encrypted messages, and there's these bank accounts, and you can't go over a certain amount. Like, I just well, can't imagine they just this mean, woman. Like, WhatsApp. 
You know what I mean? It's not yeah, like, true. you know, it's yeah. not like Sandra Bullock in the net. No, it's signal. <laughs> Hacking. <laughs> They're literally just using WhatsApp to talk. <laughs> but, you know, I just can't imagine Jen ever being like smart enough to do that because like she couldn't even talk about her feelings in like an intelligent way. So I just I can't imagine her. What sold it for me is when it was explained like this. It's basically like an MLM. Well, I, that word keeps yeah. coming up. MLM people, I'm telling mm-hmm. you. And I know a lot of you out there are in them. I'm not talking about you. I love your plug and glade or whatever the fuck you're selling right now. I'm I'm talking about these housewives (laughs) ones. Yes, you, Monique. Um, (laughs) And Whitney. Oh, is Whitney too? Well, it's something like that where you hire Mm -hmm. other people. You have teams and those Mm -hmm. teams have teams Mm -hmm. and you're selling those leads to these teams. And it was described to me by Sashal Madia that it's at the top of, she was like the top of her pyramid in that whole thing. Mm -hmm. So it's not like she came up with it. I think it was something she stumbled into and just, you know, wanted to be. That's true. That yeah. could be possible. Your business structure looks like a pyramid and you're up to shady things. If, yeah, you're, yeah. if you're in telemarketing and your business structure looks like a pyramid, guess what? You're probably in a pyramid scheme. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and you know, with these pyramid schemes and the MLM schemes, they actually get like big folder with instructions and all of that. When you start Is your pyramid, they get, yeah, they get the binders with instructions. So they know exactly what to do and then they just, they don't have to necessarily come up with it. Right. Yeah. No. They, they don't sound natural. Like the one they were saying that was a recording of Jen, which I don't think was a recording of Jen, but no. it was going around on the internet and it was like, you need to call right now for your car warranty because it is over. And so you need to call us at 1-800-something-something. Okay, okay. And it was, uh, kind of sounded like her maybe, but you know, yeah, it's obviously just a script there. Yeah. You're not going yeah. to get your car warranty fixed and you're going to go hang out with that girl who sleeps with her, her grandfather? She, her grandfather not going to take care of your car warranty? I'm like, I think that's your job. Are you, are you, do you think it's okay? I mean, we, this just came out is that Bravo is going to continue letting her film because she's all over yeah. social media now. Yeah. She's all over social media. Yes, she's please. doing hashtag free Jen Shaw. <laughs> she is out there with her Shaw squad. She got her hair done Dude, for her arrangement. Teresa like, could get was- like five seasons of like sympathy cameras while she mm-hmm. like you know, was complicit mm-hmm. with Joe Judice. Jen Shaw should be able to get the rest of her season. Yeah. I was cracking mm-hmm. up the other day because, you know, the Free Britney documentary came out. And so everybody was talking mm-hmm. about that. Then Britney came out with a thing like, y'all, exclamation point times three. <laughs> I just like having exclamation point fine, exclamation point. It's been so hard, exclamation Smiling, smile. Okay, so that, that happened. And then Jen Shaw thing happened and she's doing free gen all over hashtags and then i turn on the instagram and Catherine dennis is sitting there and she's wearing a free britney shirt and it says free Catherine." i'm like okay yeah. all the ones of bravo need to stop trying to steal poor britney spears's hashtag um, like hasn't britney uh, spears it was been teresa's enough? hashtag first it was free teresa and free, free count tree. free countess Lu- free tree and then free countess Lu- i mean listen, oh, what about free uncle ben <laughs> <laughs> oh it's peter <laughs> Uncle Ben from Potomac. This, oh, Uncle Potomac. Yeah. Oh, I, I was like, what happened to Peter? Yes. They finally no. bust him for Peter's brew. <laughs> but yeah, I think that I look. You know, the moral, the moral stuff with Bravo. Like, guys, remember where we are. I don't mean you guys. I mean the audience. Yeah. You're gonna get rid of Jen Shaw. Give me a break. But Mary's okay. Like Mary's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. She runs a cult. She fucks your grandpa. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. it's like, a church is not a corporation. They don't pay taxes, so they don't. They cannot be blamed for not paying taxes so that's how no. it gets she gets that's around right. that's true yeah that yeah. like that's a yeah. pyramid scheme that's like blessed you know yes yeah exactly. exactly listen i can't believe you're saying these things about mary and her white husband okay like this is there's <laughs> i mean this is honesty uh, at its at why do you think its... mary sat in the closet all season long she was like no <laughs> they can't find me here the fbi yeah. won't find me here <laughs> yeah or she was just you know refusing to put down that christmas tree <laughs> But also, I think that um, I saw I saw a really funny tweet. I saw I saw I saw I saw, I saw, I saw it, a really funny tweet today that said something about her. It was something about um, you guys. I totally forgot. I stuttered myself out of existence. About Mary? What was There's the something about Mary? It was something, something about Jen Shaw. Oh, it said for those of you thinking Bravo is going to hold Jen Shaw accountable. Guess what they played instead of Below Deck all day today? Salt, Salt Lake City. City. Yeah, Salt so Lake don't City. don't think yeah. for yeah. one second. And I was like, what? Yeah. An astute tweet because of course but that's, 
Buffalo <laughs> loves this shit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. And, and course. that's why I actually feel like when people are saying that on Twitter, like Bravo has to hold her accountable, or who are these people? We need to, like they're Bravo is getting terrible, terrible people. Like you want to get like good, decent people, you're gonna wind up with I, I don't even know what you're gonna wind up with. But I I feel like with our podcast, if you're going into if you're watching Bravo with the perspective that people on Bravo should be good people mm-hmm. and that we shouldn't have any narcissistic, criminal, obnoxious, self-involved, <laughs> um, sometimes <laughs> like yeah, you're on the wrong, like you're emotionally on the wrong abusive channel people. And... You're on the, yeah, you're listening yeah. to the wrong podcast because that's, mm-hmm. the, that's what we find funny is that these people are operating in a civilized society. They're doing what we wouldn't do, that we would never do. And if there is a, there's a rubbernecking quality about it where you're like, are they really acting that way? When people were, who are were boycotting try- um, Orange County, I was cracking up because they're like, well, we're boycotting Orange County because Kelly Dodd is spreading misinformation about masks. I was like, you don't want to watch Kelly Dodd yell at masks? For a whole season, because I do. Yeah. That shit's happening. And then at the That's end of the season. Stupid! <laughs> yeah. Like, throw the diaper on your face. You know, I was like, no. this is, I live for this idiocy. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, all those people who were like, I'm not going to watch it because of Kelly Dodd, by the end of the season, they're like, well, you know, Kelly Dodd's like, okay, but Bronwyn's the real problem. I was like, she's the one who's actually wearing the mask. It really did work out like that. It was funny because Bronwyn was supposed to be the one we all like because Bronwyn came on with her like, I'm Mm -hmm. the wokest white lady you will ever, ever see in your entire life. I'm so woke. Like every single thing she did was like, oh, now I'm gay too. Yeah. Now I'm, now I'm, it's like, okay, Bronwyn, you know, and she ended up being the one by the end. It was like, oh, so she's performative woke, but at least Kelly's real. You know, she's still a monster. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think it ended when anyone thought, wow, Kelly's really Cinderella, but at least she's real. And we can all relate to probably someone like that in our lives. She's like, Corona, that was just invented so Biden could get in office. (laughs) (laughs) Biden is in there. There ain't going to be no such thing as Corona anymore. You watch. Yeah. I hate to tell you guys this. I hate to tell you guys this while you're on the podcast, but I don't believe in coronavirus. So, oh well, it's a hoax. It's a hoax. Yeah, I it is. We all know yeah. That. yeah, that's why like, you got God. the vaccine before <laughs> everybody else. No, before, I just went to rails. She wanted to know what it was like to have a microchip. Every other it. old person in New Jersey got vaccine. Noor was right up front <laughs> getting a no, no, I'm just kidding. We didn't watch OC just because we didn't care about it. We, we yeah. found it to be boring. We didn't want to watch yeah. Kelly Dodd. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the other thing people need to remember is like it doesn't have to be a whole boy. Like you can just choose to not watch a show because you <laughs> yes, don't really you don't care like about it, it anymore. Right. It's totally fine. You don't have to watch every single thing on Bravo to be like part of the club about like I like Housewives. Mm-hmm. There's like a million other like international Housewives franchises that I haven't seen, but I'm still doing this podcast. It doesn't mean that like I don't like I enjoy what I enjoy and I want to talk about it. And I think that's another thing that people get really boxed into is like I need to consume every single thing and it needs to fit exactly into what I accept morally and ethically and it's like it doesn't have to be black and white just don't watch it yeah okay yeah certainly we think that there should be a better vetting process against you know the t-ravs and if you're yes. like a racist like well like rapist. raping yeah. you know being mm-hmm. a rapist yeah. and like uh you know mentally ab- emotionally abusive to women or like tamra barney's son putting anti like murder trans people and shit mm-hmm. like that on his yeah show. you know there's stuff yeah. that, and i'm not saying that just because it's like an lgbtq issue or whatever it's it's that's bad there's stuff that's you know like, there's yeah. something that's, like, evil. Like, that's yeah. evil that's right. evil and there's, there's evil there's like yeah. we don't think i don't necessarily think that brandy should have been brought back to dallas but i am also sort of understanding the reason why she's there because i think that it does give a moment for people to be like oh i didn't think that the way that she's acting was that bad but i understand by how the internet is talking about it that I can Mm -hmm. learn from this person, right? So I think that you can find that. But I believe that Bravo should include like credit checks as the vetting process where like if you have a really low credit uh whatever what is it a credit credit score score. yeah the lower your credit score is but the more expensive shit you own i think that that makes you like an instant housewife because that just shows me that you're like an actual crook and i want that like i I don't think you should be like an abusive person but i think that you should just be like a fake rich person and that's what i love that's why i love new jersey to be Mm -hmm. honest by the way surrounded by it speaking of 
International Housewives, by the way, I love your Melbourne. I wish Melbourne, you would do Melbourne oh, again. And, too, you know, that I was the best so with Gina and all of them. But did you hear that uh, the Joburg Housewife show got canceled? Completely Just read canceled. That. Because no, two of it. the women beat up a third woman, like beat the like shit. did the shit out of her. Someone said that they beat her really badly, and then they went to their car to change their shoes and come back and beat her up some more. <laughs> oh my god! Why are well, we laughing? No, we don't like. It's that. terrible. Because, we don't like because that. it's so housewives. It's like you wait. I'll be right back. I got to get better kicks for this one. All right. I like I actually like when I actually like it when there are opportunities to address the problematic behavior. I think it was good that they brought Brandy back and they mm-hmm. they actually have held her feet to the fire. I think these are good things. Mm-hmm. These are these are conversations that need to be had. Andy even said in an article that he's like I like bringing people back and, and holding their feet to the flames and seeing what happens. You know, speaking of the international ones, one of the trickiest episodes that we ever had to recap was the episode of Real Housewives of Auckland. The N-word was used and that was mm-hmm. that was very very intense and you know obviously we weren't making any jokes about that but we had a really good conversation uh, yes, we were. i was <laughs> i mean we had jokes <laughs> we, that, we, we were made jokes i mean like little about, ones that obviously it yeah. wasn't funny but, but yeah, like <laughs> i think we can't hide from that we can't hide yeah. we have to like we have to face it head on because there is such a big podcast community and that has grown up oh, especially over the past year and yeah. um and you know, that was it's important oh for God. things to be addressed. Yeah. Um, I actually kind of think too that like when they're not addressed, that sometimes these people just like then go off and then are like embraced by a terrible fringe. And Everyone I would rather fans, teach right? people. Yeah, I would rather yeah. have what? people learn and change than to just like necessarily banish them and then they become like you know a uh, like held up by you know Candace Owens as like, what they are, you like, know, and that's oh, how it happens. Fired. Yeah. You know, like Kelly Dodd got the whole like far right group with her now, who's always fighting for her on her Insta. And then you've got Brandy, who's got like the, you know, like the real devout Christian ladies fighting. Like, how dare they? You know, you're just dealing with these sinners. You've got that on her Instagram. And then you've got the Jen Shaw's like, you're a badass. Don't you listen to any, you know, everybody's <laughs> got like their niche that will always fight for them no matter what. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I, yeah. I would like things to be used as like a teachable moment. But again, yes. this has to be said. I am a white male and so my perspective on it is different than someone who maybe has been on the receiving end of some of these things and they're like uh i don't want to see you anymore (laughs) you know so i have to respect that i think that there's such a now especially there's such a huge space to talk about these shows like it's not like it was 10 years ago where you only had a couple of people talking about it or if you Mm. like went out and see like a blog now there's such a huge community all over social media and then in the podcasting area of people just talking about the lessons that they're learning from these shows. It's not just where, we're, first of all, nobody is aspirational. Okay, everybody's generally garbage. Caroline but like, Fleming is aspirational. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But like, there's there's such a conversation that happens. And I think even with Brandy, I do like the fact that like for us, we it was hard for us to watch it um, mm-hmm. initially because we felt really triggered by like the microaggressions. But it's it's kind of given us a reason to talk about our own experience, right? Like mm-hmm. we get on the podcast and we talk about what's going on with Tiffany and what she's experiencing. And we compare that to what we've experienced. And it kind of became like a healing moment for us. And I wish, you know, Tiffany didn't have to go through that on camera. Alone? Tiffany, yeah, alone. But Tiffany probably also does go through that on a daily basis mm-hmm. because that's just what immigrants go through. Right. And I think that it's it becomes like a learning moment for you and it becomes like a, a talking point. And now Housewives has become like, you know, cooler talk. Like you you will, nobody goes to the office anymore. But when you did, if you had a coworker that watched Housewives, you would stand there and talk to them about it. It's not just consumed as just a thing that you watch. Everyone's talking about these things. So learning something from it just seems like a cool opportunity of course, not allowing spaces for actual monsters. But like, I'm excited for New York because I want to see people like Ramona, who is a certified monster, mm. be in an uncomfortable position because we have people in our lives that are like that, even brown people. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got the aunties and they are all Ramonas. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. If I yeah. could repeat any of the stuff that I heard growing up from like the yeah. Lebanese, yes. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. Yes. Oh yeah. Like yes. The white yes. side and the Lebanese side. The grandparents on both sides. It's just like, please stop. Please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, 
yes. I'm really looking yeah. forward to cringing many, many, many times uh, this season but, on Real Housewives of New York. The overly triggered, yeah. you know, the, on the overly triggered subject, the reason I'm kind of again, and look, I'm not really against cancel culture per se, because I think a lot of what has been canceled has been needed to be canceled for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that people trying to get rid of every single thing, you don't get rid of that mentality. You don't get rid of people like Randy's jokes. Like they're still there and we have to deal with them every day. You can't just say triggered. It's like content warning. You don't have those in real life. Those are people that you see in real life. You're going to have to talk mm-hmm. to them one day. We're yeah. going to have to talk to people who are like, well, I like you. I mean, you're nice, but I've never known a gay guy before, but you're fine. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think you should have the right to get married because that's just for, you know, for men and women. But yeah, I mean, you're, yeah. you're going to burn in hell. But I like you, brother. I like, it's like, <laughs> I don't get to just say I'm triggered. I don't have to deal with that anymore. You deal with it because it's real life, you know, and mm-hmm. these stupid yeah. shows put that stuff right in front of your face. And it's just like real life. Now, you don't just have to take it. You can say, yeah, fuck yes. you brandy but i thought yeah. the best thing about the brandy stuff was that the last season ended with brandy bringing out that folding chair that's right yeah and then you see it yeah. all turns this year yeah that is that, that has been interesting but but who knew that uh, bravo is going to become the learning channel right now well, because they, we they are like to- we are learning yeah. from bravo man <laughs> And they had yeah. to, you know what? The, I think we were all very worried about how Southern Charm was going to be, and I was very, very impressed that they uh, they dealt with what Catherine did head on and repeated. It wasn't just a very special episode; it was actually a season long thing. And I, I thought they actually did a great job in addressing mm-hmm. that and not sweeping it under the rug, as they have also not done with Dallas. I think with Dallas, they've also not swept it under the rug. Mm-hmm. Everything has been head on. They're not protecting their stars in that way. I think it's I think it's actually moving in a really good direction. And you know, I think you know. Everyone's gonna have to listen. If you want to, if you want to cancel Brandy, then cancel Brandy. But like, yeah, don't you know, everyone. It. Everyone can cancel. I canceled her in my cancel. heart a long time ago. You know, cancel I mean, you yeah. want to cancel, but and like, don't, but like, let's you know, just everyone. Everyone has a different relationship to all these people, and um, you know, I I think you don't just have to sort of. Um, allow space for people to have their own reactions to their awful Bravo liberties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And in a year where we've talked so much about like having uncomfortable conversations, I think it is interesting to see those uncomfortable conversations or scenarios played out on TV and then talking to people about how they reacted to it. And I think this like goes to the point of we're watching these people because there's something relatable about them. And I think that the same way people get annoyed because somebody who's relatable to them is being annoying on TV, I think they can also get really defensive when somebody relatable to them is being attacked on TV. Absolutely. I think our emotional reaction to all of this is what makes like talking about it so much fun. I mean, that's what kind of makes it therapeutic too. It's I agree. Yeah, kind I of lovely. Bravo is that we're having the conversations about it after, you know. And the, the stuff with Brandy, I mean, really, like I'm going to sit here and say I've never done an, a completely offensive impersonation. Of, really? Like, I'm not going to throw that stone because of course of course i have been there Mm -hmm. like and it's public you know and you just when it goes you know i've had to like learn different like what is going what is offensive and what's not like what is okay and what's like hurtful to somebody else you know like what is so what is somebody else going to take as me being a racist against them or hateful towards them as opposed to me like you know spoofing them and making it fun which is what i do you know and so have i ever made an asian voice of course of course i have like there's been char- multiple characters in sketching comedy like the mad tv lady mrs swan you know yeah but the thing that made it a little different with Brandy was when she was confronted about it, she just was like, uh-uh, that's your problem. And then she was yeah. like, she was, uh, she was adding at ing SNL, mm. like, see, this is funny, SNL. And now yeah, she's acting yeah. like, I was always mortified by this thing. And so I think that that's what makes it just even grosser with Brandy is like, you know, you should be able to be told like that was gross and internalize it and be like, why? And why was it hurtful? You know, and then make a change from a real place instead of mm. just being like, oh, you're being mean to me now and I'm going to be a huge victim. <laughs> so now that I can, now I can get attention and 
kind of turn this it's just gross you know and i think yeah. it yeah. goes beyond like this simple video into the way that she reacted to it yes that made it yes, really gross absolutely. i appreciate that she acknowledges that she did something wrong but she has i think though that she has not i would say that she's not been a, a star student of <laughs> of learning how to like like not, make it about, not centering yourself in it and like <laughs> like othering people she still has a ways to go yeah. um but it's been i actually have been i've been finding that to be a pretty fascinating storyline on dallas but you guys yeah. i actually unfortunately have to go mm-hmm. so um but thank you so much for having us on the pod i like how i'm like wrapping up your own podcast <laughs> ronnie would you be able to stick around for a little bit we have like a couple yeah. of questions oh, okay i wasn't sure you guys come as a package you deal can, you guys can talk shit about me it's okay in my dreams <laughs> bye babe. oh my god we yeah. i see the stage <laughs> <laughs> well, love you, you man. Yeah, Hope to see so you much. Bye. Thank you guys so much for having me, and congrats on the podcast. Um, thank you so thank much. You, thank we you. will take a quick little break, and then we'll be back in a little bit with mailback questions with Ronnie. So okay, so Ben had to go, but we're here still with Ronnie. And Ronnie, we had a bunch of sort of rapid fire, but not really, just like hypothetical questions, just like general Bravo questions. Imagine think of it as mailbag yeah. for crap. Yeah, like or a crap for okay. Yes, exactly. Who's so- boobs or bangers? <laughs> Ronnie's or <bangers? laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was writing the questions down and I was like, I keep reading them in Andy voice and I really fucking hate it. Okay. All right. So we got lots of jailbirds on Bravo now, right? We've got Jen Shaw, Erica, yeah. and Teresa. Now, if you went to prison, whose prison bitch would you be? Whose prison bitch would I be? Not Jen. I would have to eliminate, I think. Jen? No. Hell no. She's terrifying. Teresa might be okay. She's at least funny. And I could be like, here's what grammar means. You know, like we could pass the time with that. She would be um, making you do yoga all the time. Which I could totally, I would go to jail for the for the working out, you know? Yeah. Like I've licked yeah. a raw chicken before to try and get sick. Like I really, <laughs> like anything. Same. I'm, Same. Yeah, I need You would help. come out of jail doing the the the. the bodybuilding thing and <laughs> flexing yeah. your butt i'd be like this is living bitch <laughs> isn't it funny that we're like fuck teddy she's trying to get people sick and we're like what well, we'll also lick the ground to get you know <laughs> a tapeworm <laughs> i would there used to be stuff you could used to you used to be able to supposedly mail order tapeworm but i could yes never, i could yes never, Ooh, you remember you know that. yes yeah <laughs> I was always looking for that. Um, We're not endorsing it, just FYI. Erica, I think, is I think probably Teresa, actually, believe it or not. Because I think Mm. Erica's just not, I don't think Erica would like me very much. Whereas Teresa, you know, Teresa would be like, huh? What? Was that a joke? But (laughs) I don't think she would hurt me, you know? I love that. Teresa would probably be able to make something out of, you know, she probably would find some friends inside yeah. to give her a she kitchen did. that she could probably cook food and yeah. have her gourmet recipes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like a girl's girl, you know, and like girls, yes. and, and she like really got along with everyone in prison. When she came out, she was posting yeah. like pictures with her and her girls, you know, and didn't she have one of them on the show where she's like, yeah, we met inside, or maybe it's on the preview for this yeah. season. <laughs> <laughs> she's like friends with them all. It's like when Martha Stewart went and learned to make a poncho with her friends. Yeah. You know, some people yeah. just do better. And she came out. She was so changed. She oh, was yeah. like she friends was just, with yeah, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Like so smoking hot yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> okay, so we had this question before when we first got introduced to Jen Shaw and she started, you know, breaking glasses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Leanne Locken versus Jen Shaw. Okay, hand-to-hand combat. Who do you think wins? Leanne. Yeah, Leanne, because Jen is kind of, she kind of makes up that person. Well, apparently not. Apparently it is pretty real (laughs) seeing some of those hidden camera (laughs) footage or that camera footage. But um, Leanne, you cannot invent growing up in a carnival. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like that's. You cannot match with that carny hands. Yeah, there's no, like, I came from a great big family and all the stuff that Jen has where she was telling the the romantic story of how she met her husband and how she showed up at a club with her entire family there to support her and he had to buy them all dinner. That's not, Mm -hmm. Leanne did not have that. You know, Leanne will kill you for like half a tank of gas 
you know, yeah. definitely yes. Leanne. And Leanne is more like the way I thought of it was like Leanne is more like a cockroach. Like you could knock her down, but she'll get right up. Yeah. Like you turn around and she's right there. She's not going to go anywhere. Right. <laughs> she's you know, indestructible. She still is. She still is. She's still all over. Yeah. I mean, she'll probably end up on some show at some point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Her face tune has been off the chains on Instagram. Like she keeps posting pictures. My fun, th- my favorite thing to do on Instagram is when a new housewife posts her a picture and they've got work done or their face tune is really good. I just repost it in my stories and I say Dorit looks great, like regardless of who it is. <laughs> but like Leanne, Leanne right now, I'm like, I don't know who you are. Like her, her, her face tuning is insane and she keeps doing it to Rich too. So like I feel like pretty soon he's going to have an eye and like not a patch. And she's going to act like it's just always been there. <laughs> he's going to have one of those big doe eyes from uh, Snapchat or whatever. Uh, but I have to say, I don't really understand people's real faces anymore. Like I'll go to a yeah. Home Goods now and be like, oh my God, everyone here is just hideous. What is wrong with everybody? Like <laughs> everyone's jowls all hanging out. I'm like, get some help, people. Thank God I can't see myself. <laughs> yeah, it's it really fucks you up watching all these Bravo shows too. And then also on Instagram, there's so many filters that you're like, I'm beautiful in my phone. I'm oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know. I've been trying to figure out how to use them this way. Like on the webcam, I downloaded a Snapchat camera, something that it's for programmers and that never worked. I mean, I've spent hours trying to figure out how to put filters on my phone. But, you know, I just don't believe in that because people will eventually see me in real life. Like, don't ever use, you know, I don't. uh, One time I used a picture that was really old in a Tinder or whatever. And so I went on a date and just the look on the person's face, the guy's face when he showed up. I mean, he didn't bar for anything, but he was definitely like, (sighs) you know, there was definitely definitely like this shit again, you know. I don't ever want to see that again. I'd rather post it like this. I think the most horrifying thing is when you're scrolling on your phone and you go to Instagram and it, it automatically takes you to like making stories and it's That's the face camera. You're like, <laughs> And not to get too graphic, but like sexually, like I know what I look like in that way. And I'm like, how has anybody ever been under me? And like taking that seriously, it's horrifying. Yeah. When that happens, I go to my husband and say, thank you. Thank you for loving me. Because I don't know how you love me, but thank you. I look hideous. Thank you. Do you think that Lindsay would be amazing on Roni? Lindsay from Summer House? Because we think that she would be fantastic. Yeah, I can see that. I can see Lindsay. I can see Lindsay doing that. Um, I think that it's really rough when they mix the younger and the old. I think it's so difficult. Like, it's really difficult. Mm -hmm. What's her buns? in there um leah i think it's a really difficult mm-hmm. mix and especially not having tinsley there anymore it's just it's weird to watch and i don't think it all has to be like they either have to fire the old people or hire young people but she would definitely need somebody else there to partner with you know not just Lindsay. Mm-hmm. leah was there or something yeah like that i think it would be good. yeah 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 we, we imagine it being where leah and Lindsay are supposed to be friends because they're in like the similar age group but ramona just to piss leah off would take Lindsay under her wing just to irritate Leah and then that would cause problems between Leah and Lindsay and Ramona yes. just just out of spite would just fucking love Lindsay like because Lindsay's like you know Lindsay's- Ramona would say like oh you remind me of my daughter Avery or you remind me of yes. myself in the city like she would do all that shit uh, she would be does if you it. think about it she does remind me of Ramona as a young Ramona she's just yeah. like her if you think about yeah. it Oh, that's creepy. I haven't really thought of that. Yeah. Like, she even did her fake pregnancy storyline last week. Like, <laughs> Am I pregnant? in her white pants like no girl who's like mr period is wearing white pants just waiting for the like shut up bitch (laughs) (laughs) she has the parental issues like bethany does the mother abandoning her issues like bethany does and she speaks and talks and behaves a little bit like heather just like heather was trying to fix bethany by feeding her Lindsay is like trying to fix kyle but let's focus on your favorite things right sharks family friends family Good. Let's do that. You know, so Lindsay is like a very, very much that. So I think 
I think Lindsay would be awesome on Roni if she could. Yeah, I think that's a really good call, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we met Lindsay at the the New York show. You guys were at that one, yeah? That one in New York yeah. where we went to Pizza Beach after? I the did. one that Hannah was in? No, I went to the one that Hannah was. I never got to meet Lindsay. Yeah, we, oh, I was, no, one, was, I was the there first, for the Hannah one. Yeah, this was, um, I think, the first one. And Steven, yeah. the Summer House people, was it the first one? I think it was. Right, yeah. we were it was there. like the first season of yeah. Summer House. And so Steven, yeah. Um, yeah. Got, Steven and Lindsay, I mean, Steven listened. And I think he made Lindsay listen a couple of times or whatever. And so she did the Pizza Beach thing. So she hooked us up a party at Pizza Beach. And I was like, thank you for being so nice. Like, I'm so rude to you. And I can't believe yeah. that you're so nice to me. And she's like, oh, you know, <laughs> it's a joke, whatever. <laughs> and so at the end of the night, I was like, well, let me walk you out. So I walked her to her car or the cab or whatever. And she's like, well, just so you know. <laughs> and like, kind of let me have it. And I was cracking up. I was like, you're seriously getting pissed off at me in front of all these people. Cause you know, it's like all the listeners were out there. Like, yeah. Oh, what's she going to do? It's like, I'm going to let you know I am not desperate. And this woman made herself. Okay. <laughs> me I did this for me. And I was like, you go girl. You know, I'm like cheering as a fan. Like you go. Lindsay. Love you. Can't wait to make fun of you next week. Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah. She like, she like almost fireman carried Kyle away from the door during the fight. If you notice. So I feel like Lindsay would be really good at like picking up Sonia and like getting her to bed. Cause Lindsay's apparently super strong. ROTC. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Kyle, but a different Kyle, we know that there's a list of women housewives specifically, not just saying women that you hate sounds really mean. <laughs> I know. Don't, of- let's, I just always say, don't worry. There's also shots of sunset. You know, we just talked about, we just happen to talk about so many women because they're this show. But I'm like, don't worry. I'm not a misogynist. I hate everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, there's, you know, characters on Bravo that you really hate. And we came up with three and we want to know which one upsets you the most. Tamara, okay. Kyle, or Brandy? That's the trifecta right there. That is like <laughs> the satanic trifecta to me. Those, If you asked me the worst of all time, it's those. Because they're just not nice people. They're horrible. Yeah. Kyle betrays everybody. She betrayed her own sister and did all of that shit. Then she betrayed Lisa Vanderpump, which I know that Lisa has a dwindling fan base, but look behind me, would you, at the Lisa Vanderpump? Oh, you can't see it. It's I at know. The end. Can you see it? Yeah, I can um, see it. Yeah. I don't care. I love her. Kyle sucks. But I would say she's the house that we can take off the market in house centers, okay? <laughs> uh, so it would be between Tamara and who's the other one? Brandy. Brandy. Brandy's the worst. Brandy's yeah. the Should worst. we add Reza to the mix just to keep it interesting? <laughs> Reza's the worst. I think Reza's, Reza's the worst on Bravo <laughs> in general. I think he encompasses the worst of women and men and gay men all in one hairy <laughs> little ball. so angry. He makes me so upset. It's He's just, just so insane. gross. Never is the worst. Oh god, he blows it from day one. Yeah. Yeah. Brandy, I think because she reminds me so much of just how I grew up and mm-hmm. I'm still really close with my family and everything, but um, just that hypocritical religious and it's not religious, it's the mm-hmm. hypocritical religious people. Mm-hmm just really mm. really bug me you know yeah. or the victim like every time they get caught something they start crying and saying things like suicide like i yeah. hate that mm-hmm. and that's not to take away maybe she really mm-hmm. does have that and that's a real issue but i just don't like that it's like deal you know just say you're sorry don't make it like oh yeah. you you getting mad at me has made me so upset that i might hurt myself it's like shut mm-hmm. up you know, yeah you yeah we- you're, you're the wrong one here man mm-hmm. yeah i think brandy <laughs> we always say this is like Brandy is not actually like I'm not saying that she was never suicidal. We we I've talked about it. I've dealt with suicidal depression before, but like she's not focusing on what was it that caused people to be mad at her for her right. to then feel isolated to then be spiraling down. Instead, mm-hmm. she's just focusing about the fact that people are mad at her so she's sad. And it's like Mm-hmm. what wait but like we're mad at you for a reason and you're not focusing on that and it's like i'm a victim because you got yes mad at me. and that like, makes me crazy because i think that a lot of people are doing that right now because we are kind of going through a period of growth in this world hopefully hopefully we're yeah. going through a period of growth where we're thinking about things a little bit more seriously and we're taking people we're trying to take people's feelings more into account right and i think that people really abuse that and yeah. so if they're in trouble, mm-hmm. they're like, well, you can't you can't say anything if I say I had suicidal thoughts. You can't say anything 
you know, I'm sure people are cringing right now with me even saying that. And I get it. I probably wouldn't mm-hmm. even say this on Watch It Crap. <laughs> Have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We've, we've, but, no, we've know, made, it, we've it, made yeah. similar like things. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. you can't say yeah. anything because I say it's like blocking you. Or like when Jen, like we talked about mm-hmm. earlier, was in trouble and she brought up like racism. It's like it doesn't yeah. discount the mm-hmm. fact that you've ever experienced it. But the way that you're bringing it up is not cool. And I think that people are using that kind of stuff as a weapon right now and it's really it's really hurtful to the people who do suffer from yeah. all of that stuff you yeah. Know? Oh, yeah brand so brandy yeah, yeah brandy because i think okay. i would actually yeah. t- tamra's a disgusting person and kyle's a disgusting person but i've always said if i met them in real life i would probably love them like i'd probably really get along with with both of them i could see myself going out and having fun with them brandy yeah <laughs> she's not she's not your sister in christ <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right let's let's shift gears to jersey so you know i'm from jersey i love watching the jersey cast at the shore this season we're seeing two shore houses whose shore house would you stay at dolores or melissa i know you hate melissa but <laughs> um i actually don't hate melissa anymore she's had a good couple of seasons i think um mm-hmm. which is weird to say i hate changing sides but i do it all the time but um <laughs> I think Melissa's house is nicer, but I would stay at Dolores's house because, you know, Joe Gorga, like those pipes will break on top of an alarm clock and you'll get electrocuted. Or, it's probably you know, the sink is a styrofoam, right? Yeah. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be standing in the shower and the entire thing will fall through a level and you'll break your head. Like you just know it's not built right. Yeah. We also yeah. think like Dolores would feed you like really well. She would cook. She cooks so Like well. Frank yeah. would. Yeah. Yeah. Frank would Although, be a sandwich. Frank sandwich. Joe Gorga yeah. is slight. Like, he does have, like, kind of a gay, like, I'm drunk, bro. So let's, you know, it's not gay if it's just a blowjob. Like, he's got that kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's got that kind of energy. So that might be in my head a little bit. Like, oh, I might get to see yeah. Joe Gorga's spot. Mm, maybe, maybe it's worth getting electrocuted in my sleep on accident if I possibly get to see Joe Gorga's butt. <laughs> Uh, also i i don't know why i i had picked dolores but then the following episode they showed joe like making everybody omelets on the blacktop on the he was so good and i was like wait a minute yeah (laughs) when did this happen when did joe start cooking maybe i want to stay here um speaking of cooking who do you think (laughs) who do you think on bravo is obviously not including top chef who do you think are some of the best cooks on bravo like let's just stick between married to medicine and housewives like whose meals are you trying to eat well dorinda can cook i've watched a bunch of her youtube videos have you ever watched them no they're very funny i mean she'll be like all right here's how we're gonna do the sticky pudding okay and her camera's kind of wrong and then she finishes the, she'll finish the entire meal and then go okay and here it is and and it ends and you're like wait and you have to like rewind it like you have to rewind it and try and press pause at just the right time so you can see what the damn dish looks like in the end you know um, but <laughs> she's actually a good cook um they're making dandra look like a decent cook um mm-hmm. Teresa, i'm not if, buying that she Teresa's doesn't burn down the house yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't buy that Teresa's a good cook, huh? I don't because the rumors, and of course this is all nasty family gossip, um, but when Kathy and them were on, Kathy was saying in an interview, or somebody, I don't want to, I don't know, who knows, my brain is scrubbed, but I read somewhere that Teresa got all of her mother's or her grandmother's recipes and just mm-hmm. copied the recipes and that she's not really actually a good cook. I mean, she didn't know how to pronounce cumin, pronounce cumin, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know that I believe that. Um, who else is there, you guys? Quad, I mean, Quad's the obvious choice. She's the only one we've ever seen really cook on Mary Kim Dennis, Richards right? with the chicken salad. No! Now that, <laughs> never eat that. Now that's how to get a tapeworm for real. Okay. <laughs> You don't even need a mail order paper. <laughs> poison your ass with their dirty nails. Putting I think all the ho- oh, I think some of the housewives in Potomac can cook. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Giselle, Pop-overs, Giselle. That's why I got obsessed. Popovers, Monique. Yeah. Monique was always cooking. Um. So yeah. Yeah. I don't believe that. <clears throat> yeah, I think they I don't can think cook Karen can cook. Karen. 
did post a video around Thanksgiving of herself making some sort of like corn souffle. And I think she was really trying to show that she cooks the food because the entire video she was like glam, but then she had like a dust of flour on her nose and she was like with Raven. And she was like, Raven, look at me cooking this thing. And it was like, it was like, okay, wait, you're not cooking it because why did you, why is there... You got yeah. lashes on. Like, what is this? And but, why do you need to be seen as cooking it? Have you watched her YouTube videos, Karen? The very first one was like she starts talking about doing YouTube videos and she's going to do it in her closet or whatever. And then all of a sudden she's like, wait a minute, Ray is calling me. So she takes her phone with her and goes to the other room and Ray is sitting there. He can, he's working on his laptop and cannot open something up. So she's like, Ray couldn't open this file. He couldn't work his computer. So I'm trying to help him. I'm like, he's the black Bill Gates and he cannot work the computer. No, he cannot. <laughs> That's and amazing. that was it. That was the first video. It was so funny. When yeah. was well, it? Three or four months ago. Oh, I don't funny. know if she's made more, I but it. I have to go and look it oh up. Oh my god, I will definitely check that out. I love it's hilarious. Uh, I love it. <laughs> okay, so this was a this this question was submitted by Arthi for you specifically, which was <laughs> which was well, you're right there, Arthi Arthi from whatever yeah. Arkansas yeah. has a question for you. Yeah, Arthi from, from Joe. Gorg- yeah, Joe Gorga's butt <laughs> in New Jersey has a question. No, she asked, what's your favorite, absolute favorite thing to eat when you're feeling down? Because we've been depressed this year and we've been eating. Pizza. Bread, <laughs> pizza, cheese, any kind of bread. I yeah. will get white bread and just eat it with butter and be perfectly mm-hmm. happy. Bread. It's so good. Yeah. And bread. I love bread. Bread with ghee is literally what I just had. Bread sometimes. and ghee. Like two minutes Beautiful. ago. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll make some naan up in here or some tortillas yeah. if I'm desperate and I'm like, I'm not buying bread. This is the day I yeah. changed my life. And then <laughs> it's like 11 at night and I'm like, I will make anything with flour in it. You know, and I just start. <laughs> like, deep I said I'm not going to eat any bread. And I found myself the entire week looking up recipes <laughs> for bread, yes. like bread making yeah. recipes. Yes. It gets into your brain and then you all you can think of is bread. Yeah. And shockingly, it's the only thing I can't really cook. I mean, I can make the, you know, like tortillas or non, you know, easier things. Yeah. But like a loaf of bread, I can't make that for shit. I, I'm terrible yeah. at it. That yeah. is just better to get from the store. But now that the stores deliver like Instacart, oh, God, it's just so dangerous. <laughs> my whole bill, my whole credit card bills like instacart 60 dollars instacart and it's bread and butter it's fucking bread and butter and now um cinnamon toast crunch because that guy went on yeah. and said he found shrimp tails which turned out probably is a lie and that guy's yeah. like a monster rapist or something yes um, yeah. apparently yes. I'm, I'm not I'm, allegedly don't sue me allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> but um then it, like if i hear about anything i instantly want it so i heard cinnamon toast crunch and so i bought a cinnamon toast crunch and it was a giant box which i didn't know that was bigger than my my upper body and um delicious and so i ate that for like three days cinnamon toast crunch bread and butter mm-hmm. we've seen some of your tortillas and arthi and i were talking about how like we're really disgraced because like as brown women we're supposed to know how to make like really good roti and like i can't i can't make flatbread i just well can't. you be disgraced i can oh, make so awesome rotis what are you talking about <laughs> I make rotis all the time. I'm on TRT. Yeah, so my, I have rotis. My food's decent because I watch this lady on YouTube, a little uh, a little auntie on YouTube who's so good. I need to find her name for you. Well, I'll send it to you later. I don't want to start searching through YouTube. But her <laughs> grandson or her son is like, okay, here we go. Are you ready? And he's just standing there with this little home camera. She's like, this is how you do it. And she pulls out her little food processor, and that's how she makes all her dough. She's like, you do not need KitchenAid. Food processor. <laughs> and she puts all the dough in there, and just like, it's the hard, you know, the really sharp one. She doesn't yeah. care. She'll just make that yeah. dough right up. So I've learned a lot from her. Oh, that's awesome. That's, I mean, you can learn yeah. a thing or two, because I don't know how to do any of that stuff. She has a mother-in-law. I do. I've got a mother-in-law in my house. I've got basically a bread maker in my house. (laughs) My husband would die if I called her that. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It's fine. My husband's the dishwasher and she's the bread maker. It's fine. (laughs) Um, So if you weren't 
podcasting. We talked so much about like how you guys got here and everything. I mean, if you weren't doing this, what would you be doing, Ronnie? What would you want to do? Not what you would end up Yeah, don't be like real depressing about Not be like, oh, I would be waiting tables because no. What would you want to do? I might be waiting tables, but I would also still be doing other stuff. I've never just waited tables, you know? I mean, I've been doing, I've always done that to support whatever I've been wanting to do on the side or whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, I was doing a lot of improv shows before this and loved it. And a lot of those people just went on to be actors, you know, like probably probably supporting actor in some something mm-hmm. i don't know but we don't really have time for any of that which is really weird because it's a podcast so you'd think oh well mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want but you, but you can't really you know no so it's interesting i guess we, we probably both think about that sometimes but hopefully just acting or singing i'm i used to sing a lot so i don't know doing musicals somewhere i'd be in some regional theater somewhere doing something i don't know <laughs> but i would be doing something that's for damn sure i love when you guys break into it like a musical interlude in the middle of a episode it's my favorite <laughs> we really need so to fun. we really only need to watch some new musicals because the both of us have seen the same ones that we've seen we've mutually seen it's like how many times mm-hmm. can we do the little mermaid we've done probably like 18 bravo shows as the little mermaid you know <laughs> we've done like the entire, <laughs> the entire little mermaid as below deck or like the entire little mermaid as real housewives i love when you do the end of the day whenever <laughs> Do you hear it? I hear it every single. They say it all every single house slash show. They're like at the end of the day. They always say at the end of the day, and I could care less. That's two things that they always say that I'm like, yeah. stop. Yeah. Um, And then this is, I don't know if you want to share this or not, but I was wondering, what was your weirdest in-person Bravo celebrity run-in? The weirdest one? Just like um, the I think it was Jax. I think it was Jax walking in on you. Guys. Oh, that was <laughs> that was just annoying because I had actually had a nightmare that that happened because that's always <laughs> that's you know there was just nerves about doing the the comedy thing the comedy festival any or South by Southwest anyway. But I've always been afraid that I'm going to run into one of these people that I'm really mean to. And that they're going to punch me in the face. Because, you know, Jax would do that. Like, I feel like yeah. he would do that. Yeah. So then when I saw him walking up, I was like, really? This is the one dream I have that actually comes true? Like, I've actually had good dreams. But this is the one. <laughs> um, that one was more annoying because I really just don't like him. And I just wanted to do our show. Like, it was a really good episode yeah. of the show. And I just wanted to finish because we finally got to the ending. And it was like this big climactic fight between the Toms and Jax. And then Jax came and ruined it all. So that was that sucked, but it, the weirdest I would say would be uh, Gret, either Gretchen and Slade or Erica. Er, Erica. Oh, you've uh, had Erica a run in with Erica. Tell us more. Well, I went to this. When was um, that? I went to this. Well, first I went to the premiere of Beverly Hills with a friend of ours, the old queen of the bar, and so I went with her, and we were we had a great time. And I didn't talk to any of the housewives. I was like, I'm not even going to be fake because I'm not fake, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's not like I have to be mean to them in real life, but I don't want to go up and be like, hi, yeah, and like be (laughs) be that person who's just like kissing their butt when then I really just turn around and talk shit which is yeah. what I would do. So yeah. I didn't do that. But then I saw her a few months later at this um, store opening. You know, they have like influencer days at these store yeah. pop-up stores or whatever. And Old Queen in a Bar took me. And there were a bunch of Bravo people there that were all really cool. Like I met MJ there. And uh, most of the people were really cool. And Erica was really cool too. I've known, I, I know Mikey just from around gay bars and stuff, like just on a hello mm-hmm. basis. And so I saw them and I was like, hey, Mikey. And she was fine. And I was writing really rude blogs at the time about Beverly Hills for Trash.TV. And so Lisa Renna <laughs> used to read those and she used to give those to Erica because at the time I thought Lisa Renna was like hilarious. Like she, she really wasn't a villain yet. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't have anything really that bad to say about her so of course she liked it but then erica of course it was like all about tom girardi's balls almost suffocating her to death and you know i would just write these horrible just just so classless you know because they were really crude and so she'd read them and so lisa was like oh hey this is the guy who writes those those things and she's like oh you you're you're wicked you're wicked wicked." and kind of acted like that (laughs) and then that was it and ben said um i was texting ben because he didn't go to this thing i'm like you should have come because erica's here we've never seen erica before and he said ronnie i know this is gonna 
you're not going to want to do this, but you have to go get a picture with Erica. Like everyone will die. And I was like, please don't make me. He said, go do it. Just, just suck it up and do it. <laughs> so as she left, I was like, I know this is so tacky because I make fun of you and stuff, but can I get your picture for Instagram? And she goes, and why do you do that? And I said, do what? She said, why do you think that's funny? The way that you oh talk God. about, it? you know, she kind of got in my face and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> <And> I, said, <laughs> I just said, um, well, you know, you have an art form that people may not understand. You know, I know I make fun of it a lot. <laughs> And our art form is, you know, it's an old internet tradition of just no matter what you see on the screen, you could be watching a nun and you just drag her. You grab her by the fucking hair and you drag her across <laughs> the crucifix, you know, like whoever it is, you just drag. And it's like a roast, you know. And she went, yeah. oh, okay. And then she posed for the picture and left. But that was the <laughs> most scared I ever was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're actually scared. I mean, I believe that that would be her because I don't know if you remember a couple months ago, she like posted a picture and an influencer was like, hey, I, I made that meme. Can you credit me? Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, she just like went bananas and was like being so yeah. mean and everybody like She's roasted like, why her don't you that. thank me? I just got your stupid all by some attention, huh? <laughs> right? <laughs> but I have to say, like, at least she's real like she was real like she yeah. wasn't mean yeah. she was just she confronted it but she wasn't yeah. she didn't hit yeah. me or anything and then when i explained it she's like oh okay cool so mm-hmm. it ended up yeah. being okay but i was yeah. i almost pooped myself for sure i was like yeah. oh my god erica you <laughs> well, do that not was a ever... good answer that you gave on the spot that's yeah. a good answer i would have been like oh I don't know. I'd be like, Ben makes me do it. Funny? Because it's funny? I don't know. Yeah. Ben makes me do it. I swear to God, he's not here. I can't defend myself. I'm the nice one. Yeah. All right. I don't have any other questions, Arthi. I went through all of them. Oh, my goodness. And I wish I had more so I could just keep Ronnie on and keep talking to him. Um, Yeah, I know, right? This was really fun, you guys. Thanks for having us on here. Yeah. And, like, I really, like, I don't want to make it, you know, watch what sappens and, like, get all sad over here. But, like, but, like, but, like, I mean, like, sappy, 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 just like, you know, (laughs) get emotional thinking about it. Like, but I will never forget. The first time that I went to go see you guys live in the city, which was 2018, it was the first time that I was actually leaving my house to do a thing just for myself after my son's treatment. And it was really, really special because I was like, I've not done that in a year because I've been like tied Mm -hmm. to a hospital bed. And like, it's, you know, I said it before, there's all these things I feel like happen in the universe that align to get me to the point where I am right now. But like, that was just another one of those moments where like, I felt like I could be me. It was like, I've had so many moments through crappens where I felt good about who I am. And, and this is just, you know, you guys are, you, you really are a good group of people. Like the way that you guys rally around each other and help each other out, the way that you guys helped Violet, you know, that was always. Oh my God. I was about to say that, you know, you guys are just, there's like a really good core group of people and um, we're super lucky and we don't, you know, we're actually asked about it a lot. People are like, how did that happen? Because like we went to your Facebook and everyone's knows each other and they're like so nice to each other and we're like we have no idea but you know we love it and i read it every day like it's my newspaper mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah. I, think, that's, I know everybody's business and like who's mad at who on yeah there. <laughs> it's so fun isn't it <laughs> but even it's it's truly like a family because even if you're mad you make up and you're still there and you you know help each other out and you forgive people and move on unless yeah. and the ones that we don't forgive we throw them out of the family and then we never speak of them ever oh, again yeah yeah there are <laughs> but, a few of those. <laughs> we have a few of those Arthi said Arthi <laughs> called it like she said the crappens group is like Gina's casita because it's, yes. it's like it's like a, it's so crowded it's so crowded there's lots of people there's live laugh love everywhere um, you know there's lots yeah. of yeah. things there's like a lot of gather signs but also people sobbing yeah, in corners so- and you're like Wait a second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Bad hair. But we don't, we don't talk about room. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I wanted to personally, I wanted to just thank you for keeping uh, Violet's memory yeah. going because she was an absolute person. I met through Crappens again. I met her through Crappens, but she just 
for the people in the Baltimore DC area, some of us, she just took over our lives with how, just how sweet she was. Right. Yeah. So, and she gave so much more to a lot of people uh, before she was taken away, but her mother still listens to you guys. Oh, by the really? way. And she, oh, yes. Cool. And she, she loves the fact that you keep her alive in your um, announcements. Aww. So she just loves that. So well, she, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how time really kind of flies, but not really. I mean, it's been so mm-hmm. many years and we all kind of know each other and know each other's business and what everybody's been through. And then if you think about what everybody in that group was going through at the time and like how far everybody's mm-hmm. come and like babies and gotten married and that's crazy to see all that. Yeah. So. It's been 10 years of me following you guys. <laughs> So it's been a long time. Oh my gosh. This has been a long time. And I'm like, how come everybody else looks the same? Like how am I the (laughs) only person (laughs) like doesn't look the same? Like how come how come I have like these three rings under my chin, right? Like double and triple chin. I mean, how am I the only one who Uncle Festered out? Everybody else looks exactly the same. <laughs> Adam's family. No, I don't look the same, but well, thank you. Thank you, thank so, you so much, much Ronnie. And well, thank you guys. Congratulations. I'm so excited for you guys. We would not be here. We truly would not be yeah, here without oh, yes, you guys. You and and we love you so much. And if you don't know where to listen and watch what happens, then you don't deserve to listen to Bravo Podcasts <laughs> because yeah. yes. just hang up right now. Why are you even you. here? <laughs> Why are you do you, do you even go here? Yeah. I, I, exactly. Yeah. I would I think I'm gonna make a two parter out of this so that I don't have to we don't have to record again later in the week. <laughs> sounds good so to me. Content. God, thank you so me. much, Ronnie. Uh, thank you, thank guys. You. Thank you for you being guys. generous with your time yes. and yeah, oh for God, Ben too. Thank you, Ben, for being so generous with your time. Well, thank this you is, guys. We're really excited awesome. for you. Keep kicking ass out there and um I'll be, I'll see you in a few minutes on Facebook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>